0: Some films are fine, just the way they are. Other films sometimes take it way too far. But really how, how bad could it get? Let's go
1: beyond, beyond the box set. Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we review cinema releases. Mm-hmm. And this time it is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tarantino's ninth film. The long-awaited review of the long-awaited film. Ninth Tarantino film of the long ninth. Ninth film. of the very film. long ninth Tarantino <laughs> film. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. So this film, for those who haven't seen it, is uh, this is a this is this stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio plays an kind of an, an actor. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt plays his stuntman. Kind of follows them, and then also has a subplot. where It's set in the sixties, and also has a subplot with Margot Robbie playing Sharon Tate, the actress yeah. who was famously murdered by the Manson family mm-hmm. in the nineteen sixties. Although in this film it takes kind of a revisionist view, like, much like uh, in in *Glorious Bastards*, he's done mm. this before. It kind of changes it. So, spoiler alert: she does not die. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind. Of, so, I guess this, yeah, essentially, this film is like a look at Hollywood in the '60s, changing a few things up. Mm. Um, what did you think? Didn't like it. Not at all. No, that's a hundred percent. Didn't like it. Okay, I liked bits of it. It had its moments,
1: and then other bits I found to be quite dull. Mm. Yeah. Um, I liked most everything with Brad Pitt. Uh huh. Um, and maybe one or two bits with. No, I didn't really like the Leo bits, actually. See, that's interesting because I think the Leo bits were my
0: favourite bits. I wasn't. I thought that was. His whole story about being like. A, his whole plotline is that he's like a. He's like a, a famous actor, but he's kind of on a bit of a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's aging a bit, you know, out of being like a pin up star kind mm-hmm. of thing. And. He's feeling very insecure and he's taken some gigs that he's not very proud of. And yeah, um, he's, he's been quite typecast as this kind of Western gunslinger. And then there's just lots of stuff of him like on set, um, like having a bit of a mini breakdown. Well, quite a major breakdown about mm-hmm. like his... just he's, he's also like an alcoholic apparently. And mm-hmm. yeah, I thought his bits were... I thought that kind of like look behind the curtain at like Hollywood kind of thing was kind of what I expected this film to be. And mm-hmm. I found quite interesting and found his performance to be really good. The Brad Pitt things were okay... Um, I just didn't find them as interesting, mm-hmm. particularly. Like I felt like it was building to something that never really happened.
1: Yeah, that um, was a big problem with this. Yeah, like I really thought that you were going to see Brad Pitt just beating up Charles Manson.
0: Yeah, or get or see Brad Pitt being like inducted into the Manson family in some way.
1: or something like that. But yeah, but that
0: whole there's a whole sequence where he goes to the Spawn Ranch. Mm. Um, he meets like a young hitchhiking girl mm-hmm. uh, who kind of tempts him to go to to visit Spawn Ranch, and it kind of builds up to all of this tension where you think, oh, he's either going to get murdered or he's going to become a part of this. Mm. And then it just kind of... I mean... He drives away. He just drives away. I mean, he does <laughs> yeah. beat that guy that guy up who's not Charles Manson. Mm. But on the whole, it's kind of a lot of build-up for a very... Yeah. Kind of a nothing for, for not very much. Yeah. And yes. that's kind of how I felt about a lot of this film. Mm. It kept building and building and I was like, when's this going to pay off? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it does. There is a very Tarantino last ten minutes or so.
1: Yeah, but it's not quite payoff because... No, I agree it's it it just feels like okay this is this is very Tarantino but it would fit more in this film if the rest of the film was this level of violent, because it wasn't really like Brad Pitt punched that guy mm-hmm. and yet the guy had a bit of blood in his face yeah that was like that wasn't like, Tarantino like, violence that was standard no not at all but... that was just like sure someone just squirted fake blood in that guy's face that's it yeah and then like other than that there's no violence in the film mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you you see people's heads get crushed. And it, it it didn't feel like it was in the right film. No, it felt almost as if Tarantino himself had got to the end of shooting
0: this very long, very slow-moving, and, mm. and gone, "Oh shit! I'm Quentin Tarantino. I need to have a violent scene." And then yeah. it just crowbars in this incredibly violent, but quite yeah, yeah, out of place scene sequence, where in which Brad Pitt, pretty much single, well, Leo, Leo DiCaprio comes in at the end, but pretty much Brad Pitt and his dog basically single-handedly beat the shit out of mm. three Manson kids. Yeah. Two of whom were women. Which yeah. Which was, yeah.
1: Well, I mean... I mean, they, they, they were pointing at him. They were actively both, all, all three of them, trying to kill him. Sure, sure, sure. Whether, whether they're women or not. Yeah, no, it wasn't super... Um, if,
0: I didn't find it super obsessing or offensive, but I was just like, wow, he's really going to town with these women. Like, mm, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean...
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't sure what this film was trying to say. I don't think it was trying to say anything. I think he was... I think Tarantino was just being like oh I love Hollywood the the golden age of Hollywood and feet mm.
0: well yes <laughs> I mean at this point the feet thing is obvious. it seems like it's just like an in joke I feel like he's just owning mm. it now because yeah. it was so egregious in this film yeah it was just like oh now for no reason there are feet just fully in frame just like women's feet just fully in frame like mm-hmm. yeah
1: and they weren't even good-looking feet, either. No, I mean,
0: not one of my fetishes, but, um, no. yeah, I, I know what you mean. They well, weren't... like,
1: they were yellow and they looked hard. Yeah, they were, well, like yeah, they, they, the, they, the
0: Hitchhiker had really dirty feet, which maybe that's part yeah. of it, you know, maybe, maybe <sighs> you like dirty feet, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, I don't have a foot fetish, I couldn't no. tell you, but,
1: like, yeah. Sure, but, yeah. yeah.
0: But, I mean, when I say it, I don't know what he was trying to say. I, I agree with you, I think, essentially, this film is like a love letter to the 1960s and old Hollywood, There's mm-hmm. definitely, there's definitely that, mm-hmm. but... And I'm kind of here for a rewrite of the Manson thing. I think that's an interesting idea that's not really been done before. Mm. And it's probably more creative than just like recreating what actually happened, which Mm. is, you know, because real people did die, so it could be a bit in poor taste. You know, sometimes films get a bit misery porny with stuff like this. But, yeah, it didn't really... The Manson part of it didn't feel like it connected with the rest of the film. No, not really. I mean, obviously it did connect at the end when the Manson murders try and kill Brad Pitt and Leonardo. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know it just didn't feel like it all came together in the way that like Pulp Fiction has all these different plot lines Mm -hmm. you know that intersect in really interesting ways Mm -hmm. and like you know you get great sequences like when Bruce Willis just kills John Travolta in the middle of the film you're like Mm -hmm. whoa holy shit yeah this film didn't do that it just kind of plodded and then it was like oh I guess the Manson family go to him and I guess Margot Robbie's okay Mm -hmm. and it didn't do anything with Margot Robbie like, before you went in, we were talking about, like, our expectations, and you said, I can't wait to see Margot Robbie in this. I bet she's going to be great. Yeah. And... I f- like, she could easily be the new Uma-, Uma Thurman. Sure, yeah. She could be a... Yeah, she could be a really cool... Because mm. sh- she showed in Suicide Squad, even though that was a bad film, she can carry... She can be an action star mm. and be entertaining and, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I was expecting something like that, but she didn't
1: do anything. No, she had absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, she just... There's a long scene where she sits in a cinema and watches herself. Yeah, which I liked. It was, it, it, nice, it was yeah. cute and it was sweet. And her storyline would have been great mm. if just something happened at the end. Now, right. it didn't need to be that she gets murdered at the end no, in she'll... her own house. Mm. But, like, one idea that I thought of, like, okay, well, what if the fight happened, but it was in her house? And, like, you know, um... you am going to call her Catherine Tate. Um... <laughs> And the, the Sharon Tate, nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. takes out one of those people. Oh, yeah, like, that'd be fabulous. That'd, that, be, that'd be like, yeah. oh, this is a revision of history, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Here is somebody She's who, like the bride. Yeah, yeah, like, she could give birth any moment, yeah. and she just murdered someone to save her life. Yeah. Like, that'd be fantastic. Mm, um, yeah. But no, and, like, they could still have that with, like, you know, Brad Pitt there and mm. his dog, because Brad Pitt and his dog went off for a walk. Yeah. And they could do all the joke of, like, he's high, and, like, maybe, I don't know, he... He's just been invited in because Margot Robbie's having a little bit of a party or whatever, which, you know, they were having a thing. They had some people yeah. over anyway. I'm um, like, yeah, it could be interesting. Could still have that level of violence mm-hmm. and that kind of a fight, but just something different happened. Yeah. Cause I think and, that... she, and, and she actually had something to do as opposed to having nothing to do. And then in real life, she got murdered. Yeah. And it, and it was horrific. And mm-hmm. No, didn't work.
0: Yeah, I, f- I felt it was weird that I kept waiting for marga Robbie to like, interact with the other characters in any way. Mm. Like and I don't know that intersecting plot lines are a Tarantino thing, but like she, all the sequences with her were just mostly just her on her own. Like she didn't. It was like watching. Her, it was like, oh, she's still in this film, by the way, hi. Mm-hmm. But she didn't really get any development. She was just yeah. kind of this background character. Mm-hmm. It was strange. It was a strange choice. I didn't know what. That's what I mean. I didn't know what Tarantino was trying to say mm-hmm. by
1: including that. Mm. It just it just seemed
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: strange. So I don't know. This film was overly long. It was, and not in a good Tarantino way. Mm -hmm. It it didn't feel epic. No, no, it didn't. Because, like other Tarantino films, they like they really stretch out scenes and Mm -hmm. they make it work. Because, like, say in uh, *Inglourious Bastards*, when you've got uh, what's his face, Christoph Waltz Mm -hmm. having a very long conversation about milk, yeah, uh, in one of the opening scenes, it's really tense and it works. And that is good, Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And this just didn't have that. It was okay. Here's a scene that's overly long for no reason. It's just boring. Yeah, there was a bit. It's, about- I guess there's a fine line between being boring and artful and interesting. Sure. And this meditative, one, meditative. Yeah. yeah, this one just wasn't on that line.
0: No. Yeah. Well, not certainly not for us. Um, yeah, people will disagree, obviously. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I like I said. I but you're right because it, it was that kind of plodding kind of very long where I kind of I knew it was long and it was like just shy of three hours so I knew I was in I knew I was in for a long film, mm. which I was fine with. Um but it, it was that the kind of long and the the pacing was so slow that I kind of mentally lost track of how much time might have passed. Mm-hmm. Like so I was I know after the first like hour I was like, this film could either end in ten minutes or in another two hours because mm. I don't know. I've just gone into a kind of meditative state at this point, you know. Yeah. Um and so there was a bit when DiCaprio's on a plane to Italy and it starts doing, like, a wrap-up and it's like, well, mm. then he moved to Italy and he did some films. And also...
1: Oh, yeah, and the narrator comes in. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> is this the end? Is this the end of the film? Is that it? Yeah. that's going to be a real... and and like then... the, the, the narrator... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. I always forget this guy's name. Um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I mean, that doesn't narrow he it down, was in, He was it. in The Hateful Eight with the big beard. Um... Oh, um... The Big Lebowski. No, no, similar.
0: So not Jeff Bridges, no.
1: Kurt Russell? Yes, thank Kurt you. Russell. I always forget Kurt Russell's name for some reason. Yeah, I always mix him and Jeff Bridges up. Fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah. Like so, he he's doing this narration, and I never understood why because he's got a, a minor role in the earlier part of the film. Oh, he plays the director, doesn't he? He play yeah, he plays the director mm-hmm. in Brad Pitt's flashback. Yeah. Why is he the narrator? I, I was like, confused, Like, yeah. make Samuel L. Jackson the narrator. Sure, he's not in this one, is he? No, no just hmm. just giving something to do. Or just, yeah.
0: like, somebody else. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that whole narration um, sequence was kind of pointless. It wasn't anything that pertained to, you know... No, it, it wasn't. Like, you could just show him going to Italy and meeting his wife and
1: stuff. It just felt... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It was a strange choice. And, like, also that... Him getting a wife, the only reason for that whole sequence was so that he had a vague reason to move out of his big house yeah it was but too- but also just saying i'm not making the money i used to is a good enough reason. Sure, yeah. To, like, I need to tell the house. I mean, I was glad that they brought the wife in solely
0: because her reactions during the fight scene were maybe the best bit about it. Oh, God, yeah. She did some <laughs> fabulous physical comedy in the fight yeah. scenes. Like, yeah, but at a certain point, Leo, Leo's character gets, like, an Italian wife. Mm. And she's just... And the house, when the home invasion happens, when the Manson murderers come in and, like, start beating up Brad Pitt and holding mm-hmm. gunpoint, um, she just keeps running in and out of the room and screaming in Italian. And it, it is a lot of fun. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was the only thing. Uh, other than that, that was, I mean. that was good. Leo Kung out the um fame thrower. Yes. Was good. That whole sequence was very funny. Like it was yeah. exciting. Right. Um, and the Brad Pitt flashbacks were just fantastic, I thought. Mm. There was there were two that I can remember right now. There's the one of when someone's in the rating or something, I don't know if they are um, saying that he killed his oh, wife. Oh, it very heavily implies that he kills his wife. Yeah, and he's just there on the boat. He's pointing a harpoon at us subtly, mm-hmm. and like you're just waiting for the moment when he's going to shoot it, and it cuts away just when yeah, you, yeah. when when it's going to happen. Yeah. And that that was good. That was that was well edited. Yes, that to was to be honest. That got a good laugh from me. Yeah, because yeah. So that's like you you know exactly what's going to happen. It didn't. It just told you. It didn't show it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which actually is kind of rare for a Tarantino to. Yeah. Hey, look! I could have some gore. Mm. I could kill a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no um and the other main flashback of his is when in his own view he's describing why he doesn't get on with certain directors or whatever mm-hmm. um and it's the flashback when he has to fight Jackie Ch- not Jackie Chan Bruce, uh, Lee. Bruce, Lee, Bruce Lee Bruce Lee yeah which i i thought was pretty good do you think it was a good impression of Bruce
0: Lee I've not watched a lot of Bruce Lee films, so I couldn't really... And by not many, I mean none. But yeah. so, Same. <laughs> so I couldn't say if it was, like, a dead-on impression. The guy looked the part. The guy looked the part, certainly, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. And I like the idea that this is Brad Pitt's memory of it, so in reality, you don't know whether or not he actually did... Be yeah. him quite I, if, like, yeah. if Brad Pitt's memories were, like, definitely self aggrandizing maybe on oh, yeah, himself, Because,
1: so, yeah. like, Bruce Lee's real-life children, or grandchildren, I forget, hmm. um, have come forward and said that they're really unhappy with this depiction in mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. And... I think Tarantino re- replied, just being like, "Well, it's a, ba- it's basically, it's, it's just fan fiction. Basically, it's yeah. like saying, what if Batman fought Bruce Lee?' Sure, yeah, that's what this is. Doesn't mean, yeah. I'm, doesn't... Not, I'm not saying this is what you, what your, what your relative is.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like this film was offensive to the memory of Bruce Lee. No,
1: and then also it's Brad Pitt's reimagining of that anyway. Yeah, exactly, and it's, it's Brad Pitt being like, well, 'Well, I'm the best, and I didn't really do anything wrong.' Yeah. Um, but here's here's the flashback. This guy was a dickhead, and uh, I fought him, and I was totally going to beat him two out of three. Yeah, but I didn't get the chance. Hmm. Mm, maybe I did deserve to get fired. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked more. It was so good, like it the was... why, the wife's reaction when she comes on. Oh yeah, and she's okay. like, "Why are you two fighting?" And he's like, oh, "Oh, we're not fighting. I'm winning. Look, look, look at that car I threw him yeah. into." Yeah. What? <laughs> That's
0: my car. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Like Tarantino humour, because there's yeah. always edge of like you know, there's always comedy mixed with the violence in the mm-hmm. best Tarantino films. So. Yeah, th- yeah, there were definitely isolated sequences in this film that really worked for me. Mm. I just felt like there were lots of padded sequences that were just like, I realised I was quite
1: bored. Yeah, 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 me too. I was very bored for for a lot of this film. Yeah,
0: I felt like it separ- I, I felt like it separated the main characters more than I would have liked. I would have liked more of like Leo and Brad's relationship because mm. a lot for most of the film they're kind of on their own separate journeys. Mm-hmm. Like. So it's a bit less impactful when they kind of break up at the end, mm. you know, when Leo has to kind of let
1: him go. Yeah. Um, whereas well, I think... Brad Pitt never said anything when he was, when he was around Leo.
0: No, that's He's true. always
1: very quiet.
0: Yeah. That's what I mean. I would have liked to have seen more of their relationship. Mm. Like, what, What? you know, what, what? why did they, you know, what, what makes them tick? What's, yeah. What did
1: you think of Brad Pitt parkouring his way up onto the roof and then taking his top off and just. Oh, I
0: mean, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was great. He must have loved doing that. I'm sure, yes. Yeah.
0: He was like, I'll do the film, Quinton, but you have to let me get my top off because I'm very Yeah, because so.
1: like, look look at me. I'm like... I'm like 50. I'm, 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 I still look this good. Yeah. <laughs> this needs to be documented.
0: Yeah, it was entirely unnecessary, but perfectly entertaining. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Leo was probably like, no, I will not be doing that. No. <laughs> I'm like 40 and don't look like that. Yeah. Bless him.
1: Um, yeah, okay, so that's... So oh, what more have you got to say on this really? Um I'm long think... and boring. Um I've heard uh rumors that uh Tarantino does want to adapt this and also The Hateful Eight into separate TV shows. Okay. And I don't think it's reshooting new stuff. I think it's basically extended versions of these things.
0: Well, it could have worked in a more episodic format maybe, mm. right? Because that's the problem. It was like it was lots of like like I say, it was, it was quite padded, but if it was in broken into, like, 45-minute chunks, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were more, like, cohesive, maybe it would work better like that. So,
1: possibly. Yeah. It could definitely work, because stories have got more of a right to be longer and more boring when they're TV shows. Sure, you can invest a bit more, yeah. Yeah. So, um, would that
0: be with Leo and Brad, though? Because I can't see them signing up. Oh, but it's not new footage, so I guess it's just editing it, right?
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe it would be new footage as well. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've only got some information, and okay. some information of what is public and... What is public is probably not all the information. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I can see Leo and Brad doing TV. No, not if mean, it was, everyone does TV, but not... If it was something like... If it went to, like, uh, I don't know, one of the more premium things, like maybe HBO or, sure. or what Apple TV Plus is pretending to be, mm-hmm. um, hoping to be, mm-hmm. then I could see them doing something big like that because they've got big actors going on those shows. Oh, yeah. But... No, Leo doing TV—it's just—it's never happened before.
0: No. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of big actors have have, have now done TV. You know, Kate Winslet's done TV, and uh, Julie Roberts has done TV. I, th- I think mm. I could see it happening. I think any actor could do TV,
1: but mm. uh, I could more see Brad doing TV. Yeah,
0: because I feel like he's not—he doesn't do as many like big, big roles as Leo. does. No, well, like. yeah,
1: he, hes not exclusively trying right. to do amazing roles only no yeah he, he, whereas Leo is exclusively like this could win me an Oscar yes if it, everything he does even yeah. now even after winning honest.
0: one I thought he'd chill out a bit no he's like no okay I've won one I want a second one mm. give me more Oscars so, yeah do you think this film will win him an Oscar
1: no hmm. no I, I don't think it'll win Leo an Oscar definitely not Brad Pitt he's not doing enough in this no um no, not really, Margot Robbie. Oh, no, I just get enough to do. No, no I, I don't. I don't think this is going to do that. However, I wouldn't be surprised if this does get a be- best picture nomination. I think maybe will, even yeah. a director nomination. Well, I mean, it's Tarantino. It yeah. probably will do. I, I did think it that... shouldn't. No, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm completely against that. And mm-hmm. like I was saying to Louise earlier, this is the kind of film that easily gets those nominations yeah. because of. The genre it is, the style it is, the director it is, the content specifically, Mm -hmm. but then something like I know I'm a stuck record, but Avengers Endgame, it's not going to get a Best Picture nomination when it's easily the best thing it can be. And probably the, like, one of the top three films in its genre of all time. Okay. And it's just not going to get it because it's not the genre that gets nominated. True, yeah. It's not like... It's like comedies as well.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. It's, it's, yeah, Oscars always go for, like, serious dramas. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I don't know what you mean.
1: They shouldn't. No, yeah. I agree.
0: I agree. I'm all for diversity. So, mm. so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what else comes out, out in the mix this season. You know? mm. But I did think the sequence where, there's a sequence when Leo's character fluffs his lines mm-hmm. and he can't memorize his lines and it cuts to him having a complete meltdown in his trailer. Mm. And it is, pure, it is pure Leonardo doing capital letters acting. It, it reminded me <laughs> of the scene in, in um, not in Glorious Bastards, in Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it was a classic Leo monologue. And watching that, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. And this is clearly his Oscar clip. If he yeah. does get nominated, that's the clip. You know, like yeah. he's just screaming at himself. Like I thought that was one of the best scenes in the film mm. because I did, I did enjoy his character. I thought he, I thought he was, yeah. I thought his performance was my favorite because mm. Brad kind of just. I always find Brad Pitt a little bit like he's perfectly fine in this film, but I always just find him to be fine. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give me a lot, mm. like whereas Leo really goes all the way up to eleven. And, yeah. You know,
1: which I really want to see Leo playing some kind of crazy supervillain. Yeah. At <laughs> some point. He would be fantastic as that. Like, not necessarily the Joker, but, like, mm-hmm. something along those lines. There's got to be something else other than the Joker yeah. for these people to do. Yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. They all
0: end up on the Joker, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I could see him playing. I mean, he he was fantastically villainous in Dragon Unchained and one mm. of the, my favourite things I've seen him do, so I agree. I can't wait for Leo to start having a bit of fun with villain, villainy. Yeah, mm. it'll happen. But I found him to be funny in this as well, like... I mean, the flame for sequence is hilarious. Both oh, of yeah. them are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Yeah, and also the sequence uh, when he's talking to the little girl, I mm-hmm. found that really funny. When he's like talking about his career and he has a little cry, and it's just like it's sad but also funny because he's like you know he's kind of a pathetic character. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. I, I, he his role was was my big takeaway from this film, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in it. I'm sure there was other actors that I wanted to talk about other than the
1: main three, right? No, I don't think so. No, uh, was there a Tarantino cameo? there wasn't there was no cameo there wasn't was there no I mean it's not a staple thing for his films he's not in all of them
0: no if it's interesting that there was a role of a director and he didn't take it mm-hmm. that would have been like so meta like, I'm glad because he can't act so I'm all for less Tarantino oh, for his yeah. films
1: but I'm surprised he was restrained enough to be like you know what no this one doesn't need me I'd like to see a bit of a switch up and in Tarantino films you get cameo from M. Night Shyamalan and then, and then vice versa yeah like Martin <laughs> Scorsese just all of the directors you know? yeah <laughs> Oh, I remember now. My favourite
0: little cameo was um, Robin. Is it what? No, no. What's her real name? Um, Uma Furman's daughter, who was in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya Hawk. Maya Hawke. Mm-hmm. She plays one of the Manson kids, mm-hmm. and she gets a really funny scene where she. And it's based on one of the things that did happen in the Manson family. In the Manson murders, there was one of the kids right, because they were all young girls or young boys uh, who like got second thoughts at the last minute and drove away and left him, oh, yeah. so didn't take part in the killing So mm-hmm. and that was really funny where she's like, oh I think I lost something in the car and then you, you just hear that, it's that classic comedy beat where you just hear the wheels like
1: scraping and you're yeah. driving away, so, like, it was like, god damn it I thought that was really fun so, Yeah, Yeah that was good yeah. um, I think that about wraps that up yeah. So it had its moments, it wasn't a bad film, it was just Oh no, it was a bad film but with moments Okay, I'm not
0: going to say that's, it was that's bad, my, that's, that's, that's I my found review. it to be a little tedious but and again, I wasn't quite sure what it was trying to say, but it, it definitely had it had moments that I enjoyed. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't a complete write-off. I've mm-hmm. seen worse. Yeah. Maybe the worst Tarantino film I've seen, though, or the least interesting.
1: Yeah, i not I'd, seen. I'd, I definitely agree with that.
0: I've not seen Hateful for Lights*. I've not actually seen *Glorious Bastards*, mm-hmm. so I've not seen that *Grindhouse* one that you did *Death Proof* or or something. Mm, yeah, so I've there's a few. That, yes, I've but... not seen them all, but of the mm-hmm. ones I've seen, yeah, I would rank it pretty much at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it doesn't have that quite magic that. You know, yeah. the, best films have.
1: the one word that I can use to describe this film is wanky wanky okay because yeah. <laughs> it really does look like mm. he's well not just with the foot fetish stuff but like here's just <laughs> here's what Hollywood looks like and isn't this amazing guys yeah. this is
0: just so good this is the best thing in the world and yeah I know what you mean. this is like his nerd film like, yeah like, I mean all of his films are his nerd films but this is like I'm nerdy about Hollywood
1: yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that his director's chair has a built in cushion to cover himself with <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I mean for the foot scenes it would have to sure, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah. yeah at ten, um it a six
1: yeah it's not like I said it wasn't terrible
0: yeah yeah I'll give it a, yeah a middling six
1: okay sure I think I'll I think I'll join you on that okay yeah talk to you up a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> whatever sure. um okay is that that I guess is there anything else to say particularly that's that okay. okay well thank you everybody for listening thank yeah. you all for subscribing and comment next week where we'll be reviewing it chapter one and chapter two. Probably yes. probably in one episode Yeah, we'll do a like. we'll do a combi review. yeah here, so. May as well. Mm. Um, yeah, thank you, and see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Let's go beyond Beyond the
0: Box set.